welcome to our special podcast today from far north Queensland. Luke and I are at Allen's Pool Shop, big event. We spent some time having an interview with Tony Rotter, the owner of Allen's Pool Shop, about all things Queensland and industry. It's recorded on a phone, audio's not great, but content is awesome. Hope you enjoy. Ready, set, splash. Pentair Smart Pools are here. Creating smart solutions means taking a holistic approach. As new technologies emerge, people compare the experience of buying from you to your competitors and the experience they receive. At Pentair, there's a strong emphasis on putting customers first. In a world where new technologies pop up all the time, the companies that put customers first are in a position to win. We win, but only the right way. Visit pentairpool.com.au today. Welcome to the Splash Podcast. A little bit of a special one today. I am joined, as I so often am, by the one and only Mr. Luke Daly. How are you? Good, thanks, David. How are you? Really well. Luke and I have spent a few days together, uh, not in the studio, but in field. We are up in far north Queensland, where the sun is shining, it's, it's, it's warm, it's hot, the crocs are biting, we saw a sea snake get pulled out of the ocean the other day, all sorts of stuff, but that's not what we're up here for. We've been up here in far north Queensland in the beautiful city of Cairns. Uh, for an industry event, Luke, supported by such a wide array of industry. Certainly. Now, we're not we're not the jealous type, David, but the event up here is so aptly named uh, the Big Splash Sale by Alan's Pool Shop up here, a familiar brand uh, for most of our listeners, I would assume, been around a very, very, very long time. Uh, such a great event to be a part of that generates so much noise uh, for the pool and spa industry. It really does kick things off. Yeah, look, it sure does. And so that event up here is all aimed at the consumer. And I suppose if you're going to live in this part of the world, it is beautiful, but it's flipping hot. And you've got to have a pool because everything in the ocean is going to kill you up here, I think. <laughs> we saw that with that sea snake getting pulled out the other day I mentioned before. Yeah, no thanks. And, you know, they talk about the crocodiles up here. It's the crocodile you don't see you've got to be scared of. Facts. And so... Seeing the consumer actually uh, be promoted to in uh, in regional far north Queensland, and that's the event we've come up for. We're seeing industry support it because you've heard me say it before. You know where I'm going with this, Luke. I'm just excuse me. I'm bringing in my high horse to the studio. Can you hop off it though? Because we've got to record here, mate. Sorry, I'll just climb back down off the high horse. But but let me speak as though I'll get on my soapbox instead. And we are an industry that relies on each other. We are not uniquely builders alone. We are not uniquely retailers alone. We are not uniquely uh, service techs alone or suppliers alone. We are an industry that works together. And to see that happening up here around the big splash event in far north Queensland, Luke, how good has that been? It's been... Well, I, I've loved it. So this is my third year coming to this event. Now, David, your first year. Sure, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it is such a wonderful time to see a lot of the Queensland in particular, you know, my passion for Queensland, uh, a lot of a lot of the reps or some of the managers come up here and really be a part of this Allen's Pool Shop event. Oh, well, should we name names? Should, I, should, we, should we name, well, it's not shame, name and fame. Name and fame. Name and fame. I, I like it. I like it. But yeah, I think we should because I mean... It, it, it's critical. Like these events don't happen without consumers, obviously, without pool ownership, which is obvious in that sense. But it doesn't happen without the retailers and their staff, their fantastic staff. But it doesn't happen without the support of the suppliers and the OEMs and the manufacturers as well. So, I mean, yeah, guys, if you're listening, no, we're not going to uh, tell everyone about some of the shenanigans we've seen you get up to over this last few days. Hey, thing. what goes on tour? stays on tour. We all know this. We all know okay. this, but no, it, it's been phenomenal to see some of the major brands come up here, support it, invest, 
and, and go forward. So we've had, I mean, who... And very professionally as well. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, who do we talk about? Do we start with Jane? Do we start with Jane, Jane Orr? Let's start with Jane From Orr. From Claw. One of the fabulous, uh, well-experienced, and nothing about age, Jane, but years of experience and, uh, and what you bring in, in knowledge to industry, but beyond that to consumer was fantastic for, uh, for local, wasn't it? I want it? to use the word bombastic. Bombastic. The enthusiasm, the expertise, uh, and just the, the willingness to, to serve and help consumers out was, was phenomenal. Yeah, Jane on her feet, swift of feet and mouth in being able to communicate with industry, but, but particularly the consumer. It was something to behold, actually. So well done, Jane. Well done, local. That's it. Mark Knight from Autopool. Yeah, he was there. He was serving well. Mate, the amount of cleaners going out the door this oh, weekend. Oh, my goodness. Outrageous, wasn't it? Yeah. Mate? Really, really uh, insane amount of product going out the door. We had so Todd Power from Hayward. Yeah, to see consumers wanting to engage in more product more often in more ways was exactly what we saw out of this event, coming in and laying their money on the table because they want to engage in the lifestyle that our products in this industry afford them. How good is that? It's awesome. Todd Power from Hayward, Dave, yeah, was there yeah. as well. Todd was working the floor. Inside all day, just going hard. Yeah. Bringing the expertise from the equipment side of things yeah, as well. Well done, Todd. Well done, Hayward. Who else do we have? Greg Cox from Spa Electrics. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, working hard as well. A lot well. of he lights was, cruising out the door there. Yeah, he was out in the sun helping load up salt and uh, managing things out in the yard and all sorts of things going on. Did we have to talk about Mr. Brian Shorrick from Pool Systems? Yeah, Brian was there making a noise as Brian does do. That's it. But it was a good noise. It was. Always beneficial, mate, there as well. We had Richard from Abgal. They're out. I mean, there's some of us who have more contact points inside with the consumers and others of us, like including us, yeah. David, who uh, add value by just assisting and moving salt around. But, you know, Rich Rich up here was a, a beautiful asset. He worked along, and it's, it's going to be a new line, as we'll, we'll hear from Tony in a little bit too. Yeah, but, but it was good to see. You're right. Let's, let's touch on that because Cairns is not unique in the sense of even our capital cities uh, where you might be listing from where there's a lot of new pools going in, but there's also a lot of older pools as well looking at renovations. Let's not forget that market, and that's what Richard was up here with Abgar really uh, looking at, at, at wanting to serve and help. Let's make old things new again. That's right. And then apart from that, mate, I think we have Michelle Norris as well from Focus Products, a big supporter of Allen's as well. Yeah, Pocket Rocket going hard, making plenty of noise and, uh, and, and doing great things up here. For Never stop, hey? Well, Dave, I, I believe we have a special guest coming on very soon. We do. In fact, I can see our special guest. He's walking back now. Uh, with the coffee, so because he's bought us coffee, we're going to invite him into the podcast right here. Well, let's get these coffees distributed. And we'll be and, back uh, after a short little break. Widra is proud to bring you Magnapool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. Magnapool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart Sense as an ultra-long life cell ensures Magnapool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to magnapool.com today. All right, we are back. Coffees have been distributed. We are caffeinated and we are ready for a chat 
Uh, Luke and I are pretty stoked to be able to uh, bring to the conversation today Tony Ryder from Allen's Pool Shop up here, far north Queensland. It's been one heck of a four-day weekend for you, Tony. How are you feeling after the uh, the big splash event? I'm absolutely exhausted, Dave. It's uh, been uh, su- successful once again. Um, just seems to get bigger and bigger every year and more exposure and... Yeah, it's a tiring job, there's no doubt about it, but it's uh, great for the industry up here. And plenty of consumers coming through too, Luke. Go ahead. Plenty of them coming through, but, mate, you were running ragged yesterday. We were trying to trying to get your attention yesterday, mate, to have a bit of fun with us. Not that we're all about fun. We were busy working too, mate. But, mate, up until the doors closing and even after the doors closed, mate, people were calling. That's right, yeah. So uh, I think if we'd stayed till 6 o'clock, that's, the phone would have still been ringing without a doubt. But anyway. Mate, so this is year three for me. I've been a part of it for a few years now, and this... To me, felt pretty busy. Yeah, it was absolutely busy. We didn't uh, we didn't expect it with COVID and all. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been a strange times, so um, for it to yeah. you know, still be cranking is fantastic. It has yeah. been strange times, but there was there was an event on in Cairns over the weekend. We all knew about it. You know, even uh, you flicked on the TV for a couple of minutes, didn't we, Luke? And there over the TV, seeing advertised to the consumers, big splash event. It just follows in. you everywhere. It does follow you everywhere, and everyone was there. There was a place to be in Cairns. The radio was supporting it. I mean, there was face painting. You got you got a beautiful piece of art on your arm, Luke. I did. I got a nice crocodile on my arm, mate, and it was all happening down there at Allen's. I mean, how long has Allen's been around for? Um, we've been around for just over 40 years, Luke. 40 years? Yeah. That's, um, that's longer than I've been here, mate. It is, yeah, that's that's correct, that's correct, and uh, yeah, look, it's, no, it's been around for a long time, it's a very well-respected household name up here in Cairns, we're one of the first two pool shops in Cairns, and um, we're still going strong. I'm certainly familiar with everyone in our industry, it's colloquial, I know that much, so yeah. even before I'd come up here and met you, um, but when did you take over the business? About four years ago. Four already? Yeah, it's been four, it's gone, gone quite fast, so... Um, been a uh, very steep learning curve, no doubt. So, well, tell us a bit about that learning curve because I mean, your background—it's not completely disconnected from what our industry does, but you know, construction development side of things, right, Tony? Yeah, look, I was involved in sort of heavily in property investment, um, civil constructions, and uh, high-rise development, sort of land acquisition for uh, some of those buildings you see around Brisbane. Um, that sort of came to an end as the property cycles do, and it was time to move on to do something else. The wife was a oil and uh, gas analyst, worked all around the world, and that was sort of coming to an end as well. So we decided, let's uh, go on a holiday to Cairns and buy a business, and uh, here we are in the pool industry now, so. So what were you looking for when you were looking to buy a business? What, like, I mean, why Allens? Why that business in particular, I guess, is, is my question. Well, the wife being an analyst, it was just a case of numbers, to be honest. And we wanted a business that had some managers in place, so we were at the forefront all the time. Um, so basically, she ran the numbers, she came up and had a look at the business, and I, I never actually saw the business. And, uh, <laughs> sight unseen? Sight unseen, yeah. So, wow, uh, I mean, I've heard of people doing that on all sorts of things, but a business, sight unseen, to change, rip up your life, and come up and start something new. That's a lot of trust in, uh, in your, your wife's talents. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Well, look, impressive. Being an oil and gas analyst, sort of uh, doing an uh, yeah, analogy on a... Uh, on a small business is pretty easy for her, so... Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so she ran the numbers, she had a look at it, and uh, to be honest, I'm glad I didn't come up myself, because when I did turn up and walked in, I just went, holy, geez, this joint's run down, right? So, was, you yeah. know, they were still walking around in blue chambray shirts from the uh, 80s that you saw in the old hardwares, and uh, the place was run down, but it was a good business, so yeah. we, um, we came into it, and we um, took it out at a sort of analogue time, because the previous owners were in their 70s, and... 
sort of digitalized it and uh, you know, did the social media thing, rebranded it, gave the guys all new shirts. Um, and yeah, here we are, still going strong. Look, I, I'm all about, you know, our listeners know this, hi, uh, I like bright and shiny, but I like that because it presents our industry as professional, as vibrant. We're in business, so we need to look like we're in business. We need to look professional. We need to look like we're on brand and therefore have brands. Uh, I hadn't been up to Cairns, Tony, for I think eight or nine years before coming up for this trip. And driving up the road with Luke as we're approaching the event, we could see the big gorilla blown up and the big water slide and stuff. But the thing that struck me the most was you're back in business. The Allen's Pool Shop, the new signage, the shiny lights, the pictures um, of the kids across the front, the lifestyle image. You really, obviously, as you said, you digitalise the business and you put some thought and work into how you bring the Allen's brand into a new chapter uh, under under your ownership. Yeah, correct. So, you know, it was, um, it was a challenging... Um project, um, even right down to software that they were using, they were using 20 year old accountancy software, they, right. they didn't have any point of sale, modernised software, so we had to do that, and we, um, yeah, we changed a lot of stuff, uh, many of the staff weren't overly happy about that because they'd been doing the same thing for 30 years and many of the staff had been there for 20 and 30 years, so it's sort of to, to move them across into that and digital scheduling and getting rid of all the paperwork and trying to become paperless, that was a, that was a massive challenge for them, but you know, most of the guys just embraced it and in the end turned around and said, geez, you know, well done, guys. So um, you've made it a lot easier for us yeah. to be able to do that. And, and you've, you've carried a lot of these guys on the journey too, mate. I mean, you know, yeah, if I sure. think even just this year, I think Mick Huxley, um, you know, even in the time between awards nominations where, where he was put forward for operational excellence and then by the time him being, well, ultimately awarded, he'd retired, mate. Like, you know, how, how long had Mick in particular been there for, mate? Oh. And how old? Is he like? Well, Mick's, Mick's just turned 77 this, this October. I saw him in the um, shop this weekend too, mate. Yeah, he can't it. stay away. So he said, look, I'm going to leave for a bit. And can I come back and work on Sundays? We said, mate, you can come back and work anytime. He was uh, our biggest salesman. He'd be 30K ahead on budget every, yeah. every month from the boys. So he, he was uh, at the front of the shop without a doubt. Mate, and, just uh, gentle, kind, mate. What a legend. Yeah, humble, so. humble Mick, we call him. We miss him. So And uh, the big splash ex-mate came up and he put his hand up for a couple of days and now he walks out exhausted right but he gives it his best and yeah. um, fantastic guy uh, skilled um, people come in just looking for him he knows them all by name you know, and we've got you know, thousands of customers so yeah, uh, yeah good luck just it's interesting, isn't it, as you talk about while processes change and signage changes and accountancy systems change and all of the things to build a business change that knowledge of of how best to run a pool and how to care for a client yeah, to have that, that knowledge attached to your business through people that you've kept through that journey of change, challenging, but the outcomes have been worth it, right? You've got a culture that now can embrace that change, but it's all about focus on, on the consumer and, and what's best yeah, for them. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You've got to have the correct culture, right? And, um, you know, many of the guys that had been there for so long thought we'd kind of walk into the business and unload them and start running the pool shop by ourselves. Well, that was never going to happen because yeah. I'm still catching up on what's going on in the industry. I'm fairly new to it. But that's that's one of the things I enjoy most about watching your business, mate. You've got your key staff in place that are there ready to go and, and you and Elle take really that, that business management role. You know, it's, to me, the epitome of what business should like should look like yeah. in a lot of ways. You know, you, you're there, but you're not there, but you are there and, and you know what's going on and you trust your people yeah. to, to carry the carry the bag for you. Yeah, well, look, we're, we're the backseat drivers, really. So, um, you know, the guys I've got in charge, uh, you know, just... Absolutely all over it, you know, yeah. and they treat it like it's their own, and uh, 
you know, we treat them like their family, which is, you know, important. We're friends and, um, you know, we're going to be in the industry for another 10, 15 years together. You know, those guys have been there for 20, 30 years. They're not going anywhere. So, yeah, very good. Um, so we, we, we retained them. You know, without them, we'd be not, nothing at all. Yes. Now, you're on the Splash podcast today. Splash is an industry brand that represents all of our industry unified, working together. We're not just retailers, we're not just service techs, we're not just builders, we're not just certifiers, we're not just suppliers, we are a, a, an industry that relies on all of these categories together and, you know, we can't just work in individual silos, we, we, we're, as you say, Luke, an ecosystem, I think, uh, you know, I've heard you use that word a number of times. So, I want to hear from you, Tony, is a bit of a uh, fresh perspective into our industry in the last few years, coming in, what do you see in our industry as, what, what you know, if we could fix something or see something or do something better that you've seen across your experience, what would it be, Tony? What's the opportunity you see for our industry? Maybe it's from a, just a specific retail perspective that, that you're focused on. Yeah, look, I think the retail sort of runs like any other retail business. Um, you know, obviously, you've got to you know, have all your checks in place and to that you've got to have good salespeople. You've got to, you've got to have those guys that are skilled. You know, the, the, the guys that tend to do best in retail are guys that have been out in the field Cleaning pools, you know, technical knowledge. Equipment. Yeah, that, that technical knowledge is absolutely paramount. But um, what I thought, probably found the most frustrating about it, which it sort of took me about a year to work out, was the um, the lack of regulation that's in the industry. You know? Right. Um, you know, you got you got pool technicians and cleaners, you know, running around that aren't qualified. Yeah. Um, you know, handling people's public health, you know, handling their water. Um, yeah. Big responsibilities, aren't they? Well, it is, yeah. And I, I, I just, I was absolutely amazed. You know, you can be a plumber, but you've got to have a license. You can, you know, you, you, know, you can be an electrician, you've got to have a license. Um, but you know, you can run around handling pool chemistry with dangerous chemicals and not have any license at all. And that, that blew me out. And not to have a crack at the smaller servicemen that are that are running around doing, you know, doing tech work and cleaning pools. Some of them are very good, at, but many of them have just turned up the bunnings with a youth got themselves a you know, a butterfly net and some chemicals and off they go, right? So yeah, we call them polies up here in the far north, I believe. Polies, I, mean, I believe, yeah. As they come yeah. out of military or mines, for example, and they not looking they don't have any skills necessarily. They just see a, a low barrier to entry kind of job opportunity almost. They buy themselves a job and they chuck a pool pole on the back of their ute and off okay. they go with no understanding of complex water chemistry or Dangerous goods you highlighted earlier, you know. Yeah, we're going to have our fives handling. next to our eight points, or five point one six to our eight. See, I don't even understand. I've been around for too long, but uh, you know, all these polys that come in and then, and then they drop rate, mate, and it, it's it's not good for anyone. The consumers don't get services. The pools really get stuffed up, and then we're all left here trying to fix it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. The lowest common denominator as well as a business on price points too. Makes it tough. Yeah, yeah, it does make it tough, you know, because you know, they'll go out and do a service for half the cost of what we do, and it's very hard to. Elevate your your costs to keep your business running, which you need to do over time. Like literally, we have not put our servicing fees up for four years into the business. We're right. Too scared to. And um, you know, as soon as you do put you know, prices up, which I've seen other guys do in the industry, they get they just get hit and lose a lot of. Like I can get someone down the road to do that for thirty five dollars, right? And you, you can't make money at thirty five dollars, even if you're running a, your own little ute. You, you just don't be breaking even. So um, I think it was regulated. Um, people would see more value in what they do, and the prices would be reflect you know, that. Re- reflect that, and um, not that we want to see the industry get out of control, price-wise, but it'd be nice to see it elevated so you can run an efficient business and everyone was treated the same. I mean, if you're a, an electrician, you're not turning up to someone's place for thirty-five bucks an hour. Right? It's 
80 or 100 dollars, that's it, that's yeah. the standard, or just go elsewhere, and that's because it's regulated. Well, that regulation brings recognition to a consumer as well, doesn't yeah, it? That, that our industry yeah. is a professional, certified, qualified, trusted industry to be able to walk into someone's backyard and yeah. manage all the things that you've so beautifully yeah, yeah, described. Absolutely, Dave. Look, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's sort of tough to see that you know, these guys don't get respected for what they can do. I mean, you're talking about you know, technicians putting in equipment, they're handling you know, electricity, you know, hydraulics, water chemistry, mechanics. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going there. And you know, it, it's, a, it's a complex industry. I, I never realised the complexity of it. You know, I just, when I had the ice, when I bought the, bought, bought the full shot, I just thought a swimming pool had you know, water in it and a, and, a, and a bit of chlorine. I had no idea. Well, both, both are crucial elements, but there's a few more to it as well. There's a few more to it, you know, that's complex. right. And, you know, and, and, and the way is you get a lot of people and customers sort of talk to they don't expect the industry. They just think you're the pool guy, right? But, you know, yeah, here to clean the pool. The amount of times I've heard that this weekend, just in yeah. you know, restaurants or bars or whatever, they yeah. go, oh, "Don't yeah. lock me." No, that's we're, right. We're, we're a bit more depth. Yeah, a lot of respect. Very true. The boys get to know because they're turning up at their house regularly. But a lot of them just think bows over the clown. But you know, they'd never speak to people in that way if you got a plumber or a technician with a qualification. So it's um, yeah, it's sort of sad to see that sort of end of it. And um, you know, I wouldn't want to see it over-regulated, right? It'd be great to see. Recognition, I think, recognition and regulation, and people understanding that that you need healthy water. Yeah, exactly. For your children and your family to swim in, and many people don't even understand that. Like just like I did when I entered, I had no idea it was full full of water. Haywood's 1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customise speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximise those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com.au today. And your staff replicated across businesses all across Australia and New Zealand for our listeners are more than just pool cleaners. They're more than that, as you so beautifully articulated. You know, we've talked a little bit about professionalism in industry. We've talked a bit about promotion. We've talked about regulation to recognition. Something else I want to cover with you, Tony, that I, I heard you having a chat about earlier. Uh, to do with uh, recognising that maybe as an industry we've got a responsibility around some environmental aspects, uh, which is you know close to our heart as an industry as well, right? Yeah, look, absolutely. I um, my father was very heavily involved in uh, starting up all the um, residential recycling programs that are around Australia that you see today, um, the plastics and the glass bottles and all the, all the, all the things. But I didn't realise how much of a um, contaminating industry. Uh, the pool industries, as far as plastics go, and one-use plastics, and um, I, I just thought that was you know, just you know, the landfill that we were contributing was right. not not acceptable. Um, to give you an idea, you know, we, we do anything up to sort of 50 pellets of acid a year in five-liter bottles. Um, we were throwing them in the landfill. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, 10,000, 13,000 bottles. Yeah, you replicate yeah. that across all of the pool stores around Australia yeah. and New Zealand and what's happening. Absolutely, you know, Dave. I just start thought, to add up, doesn't it? Correct. You know, I just thought it's one little shop is worth contributing. That, that's just yeah. one product. But at least we've got paper straws. Well, oh, well, yeah, thank God, right? So you can't do um, that for acid, though. No, you can't. That's that's correct. And then you've got all your specialty chemicals, your one litre bottles, this, that, and the other, to go on out with the customers that you can't recycle. Yeah. Hopefully they do at home. But um, how do you control it? So I, I decided to look at the, what I could recycle. Um, 
and I was prepared to pay an extra four or five thousand dollars a year to do it because I just felt guilty watching this stuff. Right. So I um, did some investigations. I ended up getting a couple co-mingled bins. It turned out uh, we ended up recycling nearly 60, 70 percent of our cardboard, our plastics that we were using on site, and the boys out in the field they bring back to the shop. Um, I ended up saving about four or five thousand dollars a year. I, I thought that was insane. Say again. Ended up saving four to five thousand dollars a year. So, so what, what? Like, what did you do? So, the, the, well, I, so for those laying at home like me who don't yeah. know what you just said by a different yeah. style of bin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 correct. So, I, you know, we had two large general waste bins going out a week. Yeah. Um, I reduced that down to once a fortnight and brought in these co-mingle bins that I empty twice a week. So, sinking co co-mingle. So, co-mingle means plastics, cardboard combined. Okay. And aluminiums or, or whatever. You, it's recycled, throw into it. And as it turns out, they charge you a lot less because they unsell the product okay. when they take it away. So, okay. um, you know, I ended up saving you know, close to sort of $80 a week. So let's drill into those co-mingles a bit more. They, they're they fairly run-of-the-mill. They're not like a specialty thing. That you no, have to no not at all. You just go to Cleanway and you tell them what you want to do and, and, and they just bring them out. So of all the stuff that we've got, so acid bottles, specialty chems, cardboards, yes. I mean, that's, that's a big... Like we we can do that ourselves in an industry, can't we? Like there's no there's no reason me as a you know a Bob's pool shop as opposed to Alan can't just go and get a bin and and do that kind of thing. It's just a discipline of separating it out. Is that, is that what we're saying? Well, that's, that's that's correct. So it took a little time to get the boys to get focused yeah. on, on separating the the rubbish. Um, yeah, no, look, it just it just worked out really well, and I, I was surprised to save money. Felt like I was contributing back to the environment a little bit, and I'm. I'm still yet to achieve a bit more. We, we do uh, plastic polyethylene bags, Salt International, yep. um, which is a great product, but you know, how do you recycle soft plastics? No, no one does that up here. I'm currently trying to... Um, that, that was my next question. What, what's yeah. next? So we, we, we've done that. We've done a lot of that kind of volume stuff, the acid, yeah. the bottles that are going through. Um, I did hear you talking the other night about the salt bags, the polyethylene bags. So what does that look like from here? What's what's your what's your thought process? Well, I've got some, uh, some guys at Cleanway trying to work it out. So we think for soft plastics, which you can, can recycle in certain places and certain um, places around the country, but in cans you can't. Um, we're looking at maybe getting bales and then putting them into bales and sending them down to towns with them. Beautiful. Because we've got, you know, we've got 50,000 bags that we're thrown in the landfill a year. And I, I, you know, I struggle with that. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, and a lot of them go, do go to customers, but a hell of a lot of my guys are using on site and come back to the shop. And if I can, you know, Harvest half of them and recycle them. I'd be feeling a lot better. Um, and once again, I'd be saving money again because my general waste bin would be reduced. Correct. And you know, I can I, put it out less. And, so it's a triple uh, win situation, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think if, yeah, as humans, I think uh, everybody's responsible for trying to clean up their own mess. Yep. And um, you know, I'm one individual business that's been able to save money. But that's where it starts. It starts with yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts with one, right? And, um, you know, I think people knew they could save money because that's often the driving factor. It is. Um, Yeah. I think they'd be be on board, you know. Um, So environmental and economic benefit. And economic, yeah. I mean, for me, it didn't matter about economics, but I was happy to... I understand. Yeah, but I I, I think there's a lot of people that think like I do. They they certainly want to help clean things up, but they just don't know how to do it officially. But the fact that you can save money, I think anyone listening to this who's in the pool industry who moves as much rubbish as us, or, or even if you don't, you, you, you can still do stuff to contribute and save at the bottom end. So for those of you listening there, reach out to David or I if you want us to help you connect with Tony or 
you know, kind of find out more about that. I'm certainly going to press into it a lot more myself as well. Just to, to, it, uh, it fascinates me because often you just sometimes you don't think about it as you go around the day to day, but to actually look at it to consider it exactly and implement that particular thing. That's it, really cool, Tony. It's replicated. It's sort of replicated for me of our industry or indicative of our industry that's uh, looking at ingenuity and innovation to solve problems. And this one's a little bit outside the box. It didn't directly involve a pool. It re- guarded around waste products that was left of what we do that, that matter, that maybe we should take some uh, industry personal responsibility for, Tony. I think that's, I think that's a win. Yeah, look, I, I, I think it is as well. It doesn't just apply to me. It applies to many businesses. So, but certainly in the pool industry, we use a lot of plastics and containers and, and all those things. So I, you know, I think anyone can adopt this and, and, and make money if you use a lot of waste. So, um, yeah. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. Now, I've enjoyed the last few days. I've also enjoyed the last few years of watching everything that happens in and around it. It really is almost a launch pad uh, for the swimming pool and spa season up here, I guess, uh, as we see the, the, the expo weekend. Yes, I'm coming back to the expo weekend because mm-hmm. I, um, you know, not what they get, not, we're not going to give industry se- uh, trade secrets away here, Tom, but you, that open weekend, if I use that phrase, is the best that I've seen anywhere, and I've been to a few. Yeah. Um, and you go... I mean, what does that look like? The, the investment from your side of things must be full on. Um, the market around it, and just to see people turn up, we had people stopping just to play on the water slide, and they end up in your shop. You know, all kinds of stuff. 100%, I'm going to. I'm not even going to give Tony a chance to talk here because I want to jump in on here as well from a from an industry perspective. Sorry, Tony, you can just wait. Okay, no, 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 guess, but no, 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 don't, don't you forget who hosts this show. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, it's, it's the closest thing because the capital cities all get their consumer shows right. The, the regions, and this is an isolated region, no matter which way you look at it, far north Queensland from Brisbane is as far away up here as Melbourne is from us. And so it's, it's a long way away. And this is the closest thing that I've seen in a region like this to creating a consumer expo, something of engagement for, hey, we want more people involved in more pools more often in better ways. We're here to help. Tony, I'll let you talk now. Yeah, look, uh, it, it is good for the industry. Um, no, I'm not sure what we were thinking when we first did it. We just sort of did it a few months after we bought the business, and um, we just heard about a, a, a guy down in Mildura that had done something similar for many, many years, Cliff Cook, and um, it was very successful. And we just thought, well, let's let's just do something similar. So we uh, we just put some stuff together and we decided to do it. And it just turned out that I got to meet Cliff before we did it yeah. at a focus conference and um, told him what we were doing. He said, "Mate, you're all over it," and yeah. told him about how he used to do it. He had skydivers yeah. jumping out of the sky and landing in pools. Picking up a rubber ducky that was floating around with a number on it. No, I'm disappointed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Wait, what problem? We've got, got power lines in the way of the shops. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it sounds just yeah, a bit I, of an excuse, I think, there. But uh. Yeah, well, I did try to get a skyrider <laughs> last year, but there's no one licensed up here to do it. So I thought that would be you know, nice old school advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's expo yeah. in the sky, you know. So but what, is that, what does that marketing look like now? Like that, that mix in the lead up to the weekend? Uh, well, look, it's, uh, it's a hell of a lot of advertising. It's, it's, it's social media, it's television, it's radio, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, there's text messages that we send out to the pool of customers that we have. It's, a hell of a lot. it's an expensive process, and look, we never did it to make money. We just wanted to bring Alan's back into, into the, the life. In the limelight, because it, you know, it's been a well-respected business, but it took a dive there for a while. And um, we thought, well, let's just promote it, and you know, if we break even... That's that's great, and we'll just get some you know, some, more, some more advertising and focus on the business. But it's um, it's turned out, you know, we're making a little bit of money now. It's great, but it's it's a big event. It's turned out to be actually the biggest retail event in Cairns. So, yeah. 
Um, biggest retail, not just our industry. Uh, no, biggest retail that you can. So wow, we use a large advertising company up here that, that tell us how it all works. You know, we, we don't have the Harvey Norman sale where you go in there. You know, they, they obviously turn up a huge money, but they don't have the water slides and the face painting and you guys going down the slides. And, well, you know, look, everyone's come to see that. I know why you're pointing the finger at us. Yeah, getting you know, getting tattoos on your arm and you know, crocodiles and all that sort of when stuff. When in Rome, so, mate. When in Rome. That's right. So it's all about the fun, you know. I mean. Hey, radio stations, you get the radio stations out? Yeah, yeah, we have the radio stations on site on a Saturday and Sunday, so yeah, it's hop, hyping the, it all up. The whole and, um, experience, mate, it's just, it's it's kind of vile, it's party, it's it's exactly as, as it should be. It's the vibe, yeah. So then, you know, introduced Animal Farm to the kids, you know, we had a dog adoption agency there one year, they had 40 yeah, dogs cool. running around, it was like a absolute circus with geese running around in the shop. And, yeah. and that was just the staff. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the staff, right? Like it, it gets, yeah, it gets wild. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty wild. We didn't expect it. The first year I, I did it was um, hugely successful. And we, uh, there was people parking in the medium strip in the middle of the road yeah. and, you know, all over the place. And we thought, geez, we're going to get shut down by the council, you know. Long behold, half an hour later, bloke walks in long pants and a council shirt on, looking all official and I'm thought, here we go, we're getting shut down for sure, right? So turns around and goes, mate, can I, can I get one of those uh, variable speed pumps, please? Uh, <laughs> there he goes, walking out with a box, and I thought, all right, we're in the good, right? So, you later, mate. And it's just got wilder from there. But, um, look, it's a great event, and uh, we're just trying to ramp it up every year. From two days um, to three days to four, four days, days now. Yeah, we yeah. tried we tried for a bikini competition last year, but unfortunately, I was unavailable. So we're going to get all the all the reps and all their brands, and we're going to get all the bikinis branded up. Each each company could ent- enter a girl into it or a bloke or you know, whatever it may be. I mean, eclipse the competition. I was going to say that's uh, that's uh, that's unfair. We nearly didn't go through with it the first year of COVID, and um, it turned out to be bigger and better again. So, it was. It was awesome. So this year we didn't do bikinis, but look. Definitely next year, if COVID settles down, we'll, we'll be doing that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure I look forward to seeing you in one, but thanks, Tony, for the for the visual thought. No, that's that. okay. I take that home. All right. But people, people, people travel far and wide to come to this event. I mean, look, they do. Um, what's the case, furthest? Yeah. Uh, look, we get people down from uh, Innisfail, which is about 60, 70 k's south yeah. of Cairns. We get people all the way up to Port Douglas. We get Tablelands. We get all the Tablelands. We get phone orders. We get, um, you know, the, the people come from everywhere. So yeah. it's really, really great event, you know. Well, look, Luke and I are very privileged. We, we feel, I think I can speak for Luke as well, just having the opportunity to come up here, see what's going on in North Queensland. Uh, the way that the initiative that you've developed here is driving the industry as well to create consumer growth. Uh, you have a real job to go and get on with, not just have a chat with with Luke and I. So we just want to say thank you for the event. Thank you for having us up and sharing some of that, that inspiration with our industry today, Tony. No, I'm really glad to have you guys here. And um, having spas up here is you know, sort of like the second year we're into it. It's just added that whole new element to the to the expo, sort of just sort of solidifies the... The, the, the things that are going on and uh, we really appreciate you guys coming up and supporting it and getting on the radio and you know, having a wrap out there and it's oh, fantastic. had a lot of fun mate yeah it's a lot of fun it's tiring as you boys know full on um, it, it, you just go a, and you go and you go you know, and there's some late nights and the entertaining and all that but look it's a it's a great event for the reps they love coming up here it's a bit of a getaway they it's work community. hard they make it happen and uh, yeah we, we, we very much appreciate all those guys that come up and uh, make the effort to be here and yeah, go home absolutely exhausted on the Monday, so, which I'm sure you boys, you're on a plane shortly. Oh, yeah, so we have to shoot off. We so are. We'll probably have to, have to, have to get you moving before you absolutely. get stuck in cans, which I'm sure you'd hate. But it'd, be, it'd be a problem. <laughs> it'd be a problem. But, mate, no, mate, thank you for having us. Uh, it's businesses like you that uh, keep 
us all on our toes, keep us all ever advancing, I suppose, so to speak. Um, and make the the award winners. That's that's well deserved because of all these kind of programs that you put in place to keep growing, keep pushing forward, mate. To have more people swimming in more pools more often, hey. Yeah, no, look, thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the Splash Podcast, that is a wrap here with Tony Rotter, Luke Daly in Cairns, wrapping up the Far North Queensland uh, consumer event. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, and we will see you next time on the Splash Podcast. Ready, set, splash. Go for it. Our friends, the very talented and hardworking team at AIS Water have been innovating for decades. Did you know that independent tests and research by Griffith University recently showed that when using liquid or granular chlorine, that pool water was unbalanced for up to 80% of the time? Yet, when tested with AIS Water's disinfection technology, the water was in balance 100% of the time. This same technology has also been shown to save up to 1.6 million litres of water in a 50 metre pool. It's time to farewell history and embrace the new normal of Australian-made water disinfection with AIS water.